All right, now we're ready to end the campaign. If we tell you like what we envision the ending to be, would that help you end it? Or would that just add more obstacles to our action? I mean, it's not really on me. Like, well, like, for uh, example, wouldn't there's certain things that... Or hurt? I don't know. Here's what I was thinking. There's like certain definite things that some of us would like to accomplish before it ends. And then there's certain things we don't care about at all. And like, if you know those things, then it would help you like pr- not put. That, obstacles yeah, that might be that. useful. For yeah, example, actually, like. Fair. Like plot threads that nobody cares about anymore, and then I like yeah. pull them back in. That's counterproductive. Like one thing that we discussed was that we don't really care about unwinding the wind. So like. It's cool if the wind, the wind is just uh, like dealing with the whole them poisoning me thing and all of that. That's probably for the best because the, the way I see the wind is pretty complicated right now. Is there like the outside the documented district? Like they're doing the opposite thing, but they kind of they still work with the documented district. They're just outside of it in the rest of the city. That's their purview. It's, yeah, it's very appropriate for the wine to never entirely. Totally makes sense, though, so... Right. Who knows what they're up to? Any individual... Although Peter does still have to come back and give you problems. You being sick, I guess, in particular. Because of that stupid advancement. Would have happened a long time ago if you hadn't... But I'm never unstopping time. It might unstop... Itself? No. (laughs) I mean, I've... I think there have been at least a couple situations where it could have happened and then it didn't for some reason or another. If things, if you'd chosen different options or something. If it unstops on you, it'll be for like a good reason. It won't be arbitrary. My goal is to get the air source from the Cistern of Souk while my documenters 100% document mag begin in the time stop. And then I will load the air source onto the airship in preparation for departure. And then I will unstop time. Somewhere in there, I want to reconnect with Udis. And that's the plan that I have. The, like, very end goal is to... This is, like, post-campaign is to have my ant computer simulate Magbrigan using the 100% like documentation um, as like the input seed or whatever. I guess my goal. <laughs> hmm. Well, the goal, you have to get on the airship. Yeah, I guess if I can make it to the airship, it's still like the same day. Or it's only been like 12 hours since I had my last fight or something. It's still the same night or something. Sounds plausibly. Ridiculous. True. Yeah. <laughs> so theoretically, I could still make it to Chris's party, so I want to go there, and we could kidnap him, take him to the airship. But I have to figure yeah, out how to get my body back or somehow take over another body. I'm hoping as many people as possible who are player characters will end up at that party. But that might be hard. Like, I don't know... If I have a lot of power to make that happen, it might be a, a forlorn hope. 
It's up to you guys. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But within the scope of what I can do, that's what I'm pushing for. It will be very windy. Uh, I don't remember what happened to you, Tote, last time. Ooh, bad stuff. I went down in the cistern of Souk, and I came across Isabella on a wheel where she was having her humors extracted by demons. I freed her from this wheel, but she's losing humors. And so I am transporting her back to the Document District Hospital. Um, and then I intend, that's where we stopped, I think. I was bringing her back at like walking pace. And then my goal is to then return to the cistern so you can find the source of air and then harness it. So it's like under the canyon lands, or how do you get to the cistern of souk? Uh, I just like flew down it from the, it's like a giant opening, right? Well, there's like a giant, I guess I never really described it very well. There's a roof. It's not just like a big hole in the ground. Oh, so I flew under the roof. Yeah. I think there was like, there's like steps. That's how it was in my mind. Yeah. Steps going down. And then at the bottom of the steps, there's a roof and there's like a big demon place that still not totally clear what all is down there, but at least there's a wheel and a lot of pillars. We've only scratched the surface. Uh, that's scary. Uh, as for Baxter, currently I am an arm with broken fingers in the basement of Lucille's mansion. And I was scuttling around and someone attempted to kill me, who may or may not be my sister, so I burned them to death with a candle. And now I'm, yeah, trapped in the basement. Oyster's party's still imminent. I don't know what he did last time. Made some posters and ban had some very strange things happen. What happened to Ban? He entered a demon. Oh yeah, it's like a desert inside there. He's Oh yeah. Are you with your ghost crew? I think they're all in there. The Link Boy, his brother. I can't remember his brother's name. X something. With an M. There's an X in there somewhere, I thought. <laughs> Auxiliar, the ghost. And you're like specifically in the demon's shoulder, right? You went down a pipe too, right? Alright, well, we should play now. No. Didn't we start? I thought we started. You know, I, you know, I did too. But we I, all recap. I draw my great axe. <laughs> I don't think I did anything last time, did I? Uh, so hard to know. <laughs> You, you and Colin are in the same scene but didn't interact at all, I think. No, we stopped being in the same scene. Because Colin went into a demon. Colin yeah, went inside the But to be like fair, this. I don't know if he totally realized he was leaving, so. I think yeah. it was all part of the plan. We were wondering what to do with the cosmic mustache. I suggested that it's a propulsion mechanism for the airship. I don't but... see why not. Like, that would make perfect sense. Clad yeah. on board. But just keep in mind, we need a. It could be that, or it could be something else key. Maybe the source of all air is the cosmic mustache. Source of all ominous humming? Yeah, that's another worry. That will get really annoying when we're on the airship. <laughs> Day three <laughs> like of the voyage. We threw Oyster overboard. It had to be done. I don't know if it had to be done, necessarily. Sick. You went to the documented district. You were carrying Isabella at a walking pace. Your time stopped. 
she's in a bad state. Don't tip her over or her humors might fall out. Yeah, that's bad. So you took her to the, the hospital medicine. that place. And everyone there is still time frozen? Is no, they're still unfrozen. Still? Well, I wanted okay. them to be unfrozen. That's the reason. Your your guys did a notable thing. That was one of the things that we had last time, but we don't know what the notable thing is. What's awesome. the no, what's, we need to know now. What's the notable 100% thing? 100% documentation achieved. But already? Why not? Time has stopped. <laughs> yeah, but we're in the stopped time. Okay, fine. Uh, like, if it were that easy, you wouldn't need to stop time, right? The recursive algorithm... Or recursive notation, when you write in it, it documents itself, right? Now that, the principle of this operates by, like it recursively documents as you're writing. It's recording itself. But this is normalized to like rate of time one. If time stops and you're using the recursive notation, its rate of its rate of documentation is like one, which is normalized to t the way time should be. But because time has stopped, it ends up the relative difference is like infinite, and so there's like uh, what is it, like a chain reaction of documentation. You just can't stop it. The recursive notation just explodes and documents everything on its own. Okay, that's option one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what other notable things we could have? What stopped them from just documenting everything so far? Time. Because things change. So you have to keep going back and documenting. Oh. But no, does it have to have been accomplished before I go back? Like, can it be that? I guess not. The... It could still be in progress. So you're just using it like it guaranteed now it will happen? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I like that. Okay. Cool works for me oh but i just realized when i get back i will consult with the what are they called documentation docents and we will realize something which is that the more we'll never be able to do 100 documentation because i've unfrozen like the documenters and so we'll never achieve exactly 100 percent. so like there's incentive to not unfreezing that's some issue. And they also said that the documentation content of my ant fungus cube is infinite. Like there are all of their little like docu-meters exploded in its presence. So as I recall way back when, demons are also currently undocumentable. Yeah, that's a major problem. Well, what if that's the major breakthrough is that they figured out okay. a document so instead of like guaranteeing 100% documentation it's that it allows for the possibility of 100% documentation I don't know if that's Wait, more that. interesting. all of that one more time I was taking notes and half listening no no it everything is the way it was but that just leads to the conclusion that the only way to achieve 100% documentation is to destroy all the demons if they're destroyed, they no longer need to be documented, which is already one of my goals anyway. So that's fine. Writing it down. Except how can you destroy all the demons when time is stopped? Don't know. Hours.
Yeah, the, yeah the, that's an yeah, interesting notion. I mean, that's that's Colin's secret weapon that you weren't supposed to tell about. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am neither out to get you, nor do I even have that much. Like, I make moves when it's my turn to make moves. That's all I'm doing here. Do you have to go somewhere? Ever? No. I don't make that move. You bastard. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> unfair. Now it's OP. So basically, I just want to drop off Isabella and be like, okay, I'll check on you later, and then go back and find the source of air. It's more exciting than everyone has secrets. Okay. I have my secrets then. But it's important that you tell people that you have secrets. Otherwise, it's not exciting, because you don't know if they have them or not. I just keep everything secret from myself. It's really easy. That's very secure. Yeah, that is, I guess. It's going to be hard to get 100% documentation with that strategy. Okay, so you drop Isabel off. You're headed back to the cistern of Souk. And what's happening with Ban? I should probably tell you what's happening because you were in the midst of going down the pipe. Yo, what if he encounters Magrigan inside of the demon? I'll destroy it. That would be nuts. Yeah. Kill it with fire. So you climb farther and farther down this pipe. Start to hear a howling below you. Many human voices in a chorus of agony. I continue. Is it the wheel? Is it ghosts? All the ghosts he's killed? Humans he's killed? Does Mega Ghost have a name, by the way? Or is it just... Oh, wait, it's the ghost. It's the soup. The ghost? Oh, the, the soup. soup. Is that another one of your plans to destroy Magbergen? <laughs> nope. Definitely not. <laughs> You're definitely climbing down into the howling. And as you get closer and closer to it, you had your experiences in the ghost soup. And that had a definite sound to it. This does not sound like that. That sounded like zillions of voices all sort of talking together and overlapping with each other and merging with each other. And this doesn't sound like zillions of voices talking over each other. It sounds like the fragments of zillions of voices. They're all ragged and patched together into one overall sound. But there's a certain element of coherence that even the ghost soup had that this lacks. The other thing you notice climb down is that there is a glow coming from below you. I put my brother inside myself again, which is interesting because we're now the same size because we're climbing down the same tunnel in the same manner. Right? Because physicality had ceased to work so well. The Link Boy is coming down above you too. Did he have a name? Does anyone remember his name? I'm pretty sure that he doesn't either. I'm pretty sure we talked to him about this and he was like, nope, I don't know. Yeah. I, I tell my friends, you guys want to see what demons do? Do you want to see why we fight? Well, like, boy, scared but determined. Auxiliar says, no. <laughs> oh, brother, it's a cruel world. Scared of this. We're going to be okay. The worst is over. So you climb down, and you realize suddenly you're not really climbing anymore. You're floating down. The pipe is gone. You're just in this flat expanse of glowing blue. There are voices howling all around you and you see scraps and filaments hanging in the air that look ghost-like, but no full ghosts. And you're starting to feel a 
kind of a pain in your ghost body. You're not totally sure where it's coming from, but the farther down you go, the worse it gets. Oh no. Are we being digested? Wait, are is the like ghost humor is the demon humor ghost? That would be weird. The ghost soup is demon humor. What do you do? Are you keep uh, going or uh, wait, where am I now? I'm not in a tunnel. Where am I? You're just sort of hanging in this glowing blue void full of these dark, wispy filaments, broken I... howling all around you. Oh, this is a horrible place. kind of dark, and there's kind of a smell that's like mildewy and coppery. And... Hey, grab a fragment. Okay. When you touch it, you know for sure that it's the remnant of a ghost. Or something akin to that at any rate. Okay, well, I thought this was the way out, but I don't know. Maybe there's, like, you got to go through the butt. I'm in the stomach. Um. <laughs> Pain is increasing. If you linger here any longer, um, you're going to start to be actually hurt. Oh, man, I'm dead. But I guess this is not a safe place. But I, how do I leave? I go back up. Is the blue less in any direction? blue less in any direction. You see, at a time like this, you could read a sitch, but you can't because you're a ghost. Above you, it gets less pretty quickly because you're near the top, but it's not totally clear. It might be hard to go up. You also see that sort of downward and behind you. It also looks clear, but you'll sort of have to go closer to the center before you go out that way. No. So those are your two obvious choices at any rate. You can go up if you can figure out how to go up, or you can go through-ish. Okay. Um, well, to risk going through-ish. I have an idea about how to go up, but I'm not sure there's anything up to go. Well, let's try it. I hoist the link boy onto my shoulder, and he stands on my head. Okay. And then... What am I standing on right now? Uh, I mean, you're not really standing. You're just kind of floating. Great. So I'm floating. He's standing on me. Okay. He, he lets go of he. Um, we we on like I duck my head down. So now he's standing on nothing above my head. And then I climb up him and I stand on his head. And then you repeat. And then we repeat. Does it work? Okay. I like that. So you do this a couple times. It seems like the howling agony is receding below you, but now you're moving out into a darkness, and it's not clear where there is to go from here. Zach, can I even say that? That's not even a move. Hold on. So yeah, you do that. Uh, you're moving away from the glow and the danger, and you're moving into emptier darkness, and you see suddenly behind you there is a circle of light that looks like the moon. Did you see a moon hanging over the desert? I don't remember if there was a moon or there very explicitly was not a moon. Am I in the desert now? No. But this is the moon that would have been hanging over the desert if there had been a moon. It's up Just or down? From looking at it, you can see that it's clearly a desert moon. Uh, it's behind you. It's in a straight line. But... Ahead of you, in the other direction, you hear something. You hear a rushing sound, like a waterfall. Well, 
I go towards the waterfall. Okay. So that means you're moving farther in, not going out. Just so we're clear. Oh, is that through the bad stuff? No. But it's like not towards the exit. Yeah, I was thinking the moon might be the exit. I don't really care about the inside of a demon. Really. Unless I can kill him. And I don't even know why, because this is kind of my homing demon. He's going to kill the ox for us. Which we don't care about either, really. <laughs> He's already been killed once, so yeah. Yeah. Did it myself. He got killed at Alvadez' party, I thought. And then Colin killed him. No, Maybe he just bravely just wounded at Alvadez' party. And then and Colin finished him off, off yeah. at the trial. Yes, I will just go towards the exit, actually. Okay. The moon. It might be an exit. So you head towards the moon. As you go closer and closer to the moon, it almost seems to be drawing you towards it. You feel like a cold scent of, of cold wind in the air. And then you go flying out towards the moon, and you find yourself back in the immediate vicinity of Matilda who's going with Oyster to the party, but let's switch our focus over to Baxter. Yeah, I'm an arm. You're an arm. We all have our own problems. Some of us have to organize parties. I'm going to make it to that party. I swear. <laughs> no matter what Some shape. of us are simply a limb. You know? Is you really want a limb coming to your party? I want everybody. <laughs> Especially Scott. Well, now the hornets can maybe pick me up and take me directly there. <laughs> huh. Oyster, what did the invitations look like? There weren't any invitations. What do you mean there weren't any invitations? There weren't. We just did word of mouth. It's a very hip party. Only the people who need to know know. Okay, what about the invitation you sent to Baxter? I don't think I sent an invitation to Baxter, did I? Send an invi- I thought you sent an invitation to Baxter. I don't think I thought any invitations, but I may have sent one to Baxter. I thought he just invited me, like, <laughs> I don't know. a message, not I necessarily, mean, like, a card. <laughs> yeah, but, like, <laughs> I, lacking the ability to speak mind-to-mind as you currently do. Are you, so maybe we can only speak mind-to-mind when it comes to party invitations. The cosmic mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oyster is such a dumb character. <laughs> He's awesome. He's pretty cool. He's, He's gonna awesome. save all our butts. They're not, they're not mutually exclusive <laughs> at all. He's the only unscathed member. No, it's because he's a coward. So far. So far he's unscathed. I don't like don't the sound of it. I don't like the sound of that. I don't see anything one way or the other in my notes, but I'm, I want to say that you sent Baxter an invitation. Okay, That's what I, 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 I remember. I, I can I can have done that. So what does this invitation look like? Well, I don't want to give too much away in case it falls into the wrong hands. And and Baxter would be familiar with this location, yeah? And but, with hands. Yeah, I think you probably would have shared about, like, told me a party story or something. You, you would know, I think. I think you would know that if I said, for example, because it's, it's a like was a clown supply store. It's happening. Is that the I forgot the back of a party clown. house, something like party. that. Yeah, but it's it's a the party house is the back of, it, of a of a commercial clown. establishment. Clown rental. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So it's like it looks like an ad. 
and it says like 89% off party gear only at this time bring lots of alcohol it's Signed. a BYOB party Signed oyster python well he's there might be alcohol well, there's, there there's a bar there too yeah. I oh, okay. we established we're going to steal the other people's alcohol for sure because the party party room has it all we established, we actually I think we explicitly established this part of it yeah that's what it looks like okay so it's slightly um obtuse but not that obtuse so it's slightly obtuse but not that obtuse <sighs> do you think if Lucille happened to see that invitation, would he know what it meant, and would he potentially go to the party? No, and yes. Demons can't read, right? Demons can't. No, we can't That's read. That's true. Wait, they can't read. Guys, we have too much lore that, that we don't remember. <laughs> it's not a very complicated <laughs> bit of lore. Demons can't read. It's three words. It doesn't matter, though. If, hypothetically speaking, for some reason Lucille happened to be able to read, like, say, hypothetically speaking, that he was currently in somebody else's body, like, say, hypothetically speaking, Baxter's body, you know, hypothetically speaking, you think he would understand the invitation well enough to go to the party? Oh, definitely. Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) I'm really just on Team Chaos at this point. (laughs) Yeah, Baxter, you are still able to see out of your body's eyes, as I recall. So you see the invitation, too, as Lucille is reading it. Um, And you also see Lucille in your body get up and start to leave the mansion. Oh, man. I guess I want to investigate the dead body. Okay. How? I want to roll and slash wiggle my way over there. Wriggle? Is that a thing? Yeah, sure. I guess so. Probably like claw your, claw your way over there, kind of? My fingers are broken. Oh, you're fucked, bro. Dude, I'm going to make it to the party. <laughs> <laughs> so last session, you were all, yeah, I want to attack another. And I was like, okay, you might kill this person. And you realize that. And you're like, yeah, I'm okay with that. And I'm like, and it might be Penelope. And you're like, yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? We're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're on the same page here. Okay, good. Yeah, because it's Penelope. You immediately recognize the feel of her. I don't know. What would you immediately recognize the feel of? Um, maybe she has a ring or something. Okay. Sounds fair. So, yeah, you immediately recognize you're crawling up onto what turns out to be her arm. And you crawl across her hand and you recognize the feel of a ring. And on closer inspection, it's definitely Penelope's ring. Well, fuck. Uh, Baxter takes a long moment to run through all the... that just happened to him. Uh, but after contemplating for a while, he, he kind of feels around for, like, are there any... does she have any weapons, or what does she have on her? See what was going on. Uh, I guess she would have, like, a sewing needle. Yeah, that's right. She has a sewing needle and some thread. Is she on fire? Hold on, let's step back a moment here. You set her on fire. That tends to affect a person. Like, even beyond the killing them aspect of it. Yeah, you're saying there's nothing left of her, or there's like a just a charred body? I don't know what I'm saying. Well, it she hasn't been burning for that long at this point. Like, you just knocked the candle on her, and there was like some shouting and that you couldn't hear, and then she fell to the ground, and I don't know, how long does it take for a person to burn to death? That's the kind of question where if you ask it, there's at least a 98% chance that you're playing a tabletop role-playing game. We hope. Well, I was going to ask if I could shed the demon skin and the demon skin kind of like wrap itself around her head and take over her body 
and bring her back to life, but as me. Whoa. Like, go through her eye sockets, because her eyes were already ash. Wait, what demon skin? On the arm. Do you have demon skin? I thought you weren't a demon arm, you were just a demonic arm. Well, yeah. it it was a, it was wrapped around my arm. So my arm's, like, totally disintegrated and gone. Then the skin can, like, flatten out and then wrap around something else, like her head. What do you guys think? Does that sound like something that the disembodied demonic arm of Baxter Crixus might be able to do? Yeah, for sure. I don't really see, yeah, why Say not. I was fully <laughs> listening. <laughs> maybe Ela Tass has to help me, or maybe a ghost interf- has to interfere. I don't know. Well, if Ela Tass is interested in helping you with such. I can't kill Lucille like this. And I wiggle around dramatically on the floor. <laughs> do you not have a the, is this possible move? Alas. I mean, we do have a way to get new moves. And if you got a move that was use your demonic arm flesh to take over someone's body, you can pull her arm off and attach yourself with a needle. No, my fingers are broken. That does make it harder to sew. Wait, can't you possess demons? She's not a demon, though. I'm so lost. Yeah, I thought maybe she was too, but no. Maybe brought back from the dead. She definitely lost her memory. Who knows what else? Hey, how do you see anything? They had it something magical going. Oh, well, the arm, me, I'm feeling the vibrations of stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. So I didn't really hear the screaming. I, like, felt it, really. This is a horrible revelation for Baxter. He's going to be in a tizzy. He doesn't care about anything anymore. Maybe there's a way to bring her back. You did already see the ox get brought back. She seems like she's in pretty rough shape. And maybe I'm about to take over her body anyway. I want you to be able to take over her body, but I don't think you can just, like, do it. I think all of the... Like, when she fell to the ground, the fire burnt up her head. That's what happened. Right. She was like rolling around and writhing around, and she managed to put it out too late. That doesn't really make sense. Wasn't there like a puddle? There was a puddle. Yeah. Something that you put your fingers in. So she rolled into that as she was dying, and that put out the fire while it was still like around her head and neck. So the rest of her is pristine, and that part of her is totally charred. Not that you know this because you can't see it, but. Basically, just her head is a horrible mess. Yeah, if I could, I'd like to, like, drag myself along the needle, tear myself open, and then be able to wrap around her head and get into her brainstem and bring her back for my personal use. It's about time we get a zombie going, and maybe I can get to my real body. I think if you want to possess her, you're either going to have to find some demon magic that explicitly lets you do something like that, or some plasma magic that explicitly lets you do something like that. But I don't think you can just, like, crawl into her head and possess her. But we could have gotten so much more body horror fans. All right, I guess I'll take the ring in the needle, put the ring on, and grasp the needle, like, between my thumb. And then I wiggle around till I get to the wall and wiggle along the wall till I find a door. All right. You find the door. Stone. Can I get through? Uh, it was explicitly shut. You'll have to find a way to open it. I guess I kind of look around, or like, feel around the room for another table or something. 
Okay, yeah, there was at least one other table. I guess, yeah, I'd roll around until I find that and then tip it over. Okay. And see what the contents were. Uh, the contents were Luther, body. So, Ban killed Luther, right? Like, he blew up his chest? Yes. Can I, like, crawl into his chest and take over his spinal column and brainstem? Crawl into his chest. Uh, Can't do that much. It'll be gross. I guess, yeah, I crawl in there and then try and get to the shoulder and see if there's any... I think it's pretty much all a pulp in there for the most part. That's how Ban left him. But, um... Just obliterated. Kind of spaghetti-like. But there is, like, the remnants of some kind of organ or something there in the shoulder. Uh, can I, like get to it and investigate it? Uh, you can get to it and don't know what you can investigate. What are you trying to find? Uh, it's not like plasm or anything. It's something else. It's... How would you know? You can't see. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm a worm with eyes. There may or may not be plasm in there, but you have no way of knowing. Uh, and so I can't mentally jump into Luther and kickstart him. He's rather dead at the moment. Um, tell you what, you can try, but you're way inviting trouble. Like, you are so inviting trouble. Is that any different from inviting trouble? No. Okay, just checking. If only I, my ghost friend was with me. <laughs> Ela, you're worthless. I scowl <laughs> back at her. <laughs> with your fingers? Mm-hmm. I make a rude gesture with my fingers. <laughs> you don't actually have any clear reason to think she's in the room with you, but okay. Yeah, she's probably she still on my body. Know. Who knows? Yeah. So you can, yeah, you can try to take over Luther's corpse. I guess that's pretty much my only option at this point. Like, poke him in the forehead between the eyes with the needle and... The eye spots. Try and, yeah... See what's there. Okay, I will invite trouble. Alright. I am completely... This is this is specifically using your normal possessed demon. Yeah. So I am completely balanced yeah. in everything. So I'll lose one blood and draw a card. So I will be waxing. Alright. So you feel yourself move from the arm into the body of Luther. And as you enter into Luther's body, it feels like you're you're more there than usual. You're more firmly in control because Luther isn't there on account of him being dead, so, you know, he's empty. You feel like you probably have pretty good control over Luther's body for a long time. But as you slowly stand up in Luther's body, you feel something akin to nausea just this feeling of decay that suffuses you in Luther's body. I gather what strength I have and just throw myself at the door. Okay. Uh, demons are pretty strong. I think that takes care of that door for good. Stone splinters everywhere. So you are in Luther's body for as long as you like, at least for now. You can do, you have the opportunity to do what Ever suits you with it. Huh. 
I probably can't get away with trying to kill Lucille, but maybe he's distracted. Well, currently he's in your body on his way to the party. At but, this point, he's already left the mansion, so. But, like, his physical body. That's true. That is presumably still around somewhere. Like, if I could get to that. I guess I'll grab the demonic arm. Okay. And I'll go back into the kitchen. Okay. It's very flooded. Should I go into the hatch? I don't know if I want to deal with the Faldo tunnels, but it might be easier than this. I guess, oh. yeah, no. I want to stay, I want to go to Chris's party. If I go in the tunnels, I'm not going to make it to Oyster's party. So, not yet. I will leave Lucille's mansion for now. Okay. Oyster. Nalid. You are walking with Matilda. Yep. But not going anywhere as such. Just so we're clear. Uh, sure. Good. You're walking with Matilda. I engage Matilda in friendly yet cheerful conversation. You're walking with Matilda and engaging him in cheerful yet friendly conversation. Yes. Does he engage in cheerful yet friendly conversation? He's a demon. He engages in something. (laughs) Okay, good. Glad we figured that out. Suddenly a light appears. Oh, for fuck's sake. Van, you're there too. I don't engage in cheerful and friendly conversation with the light. You notice the demon noticing. No, the demon is apparently oblivious to the light. Does the demon notice me noticing and then swearing? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Demons are pretty unreadable, really. Okay. Uh, We carry on. Okay. I guess. Given to our fate. So, uh, do you have a destination in mind? Isn't it part of your plot? It tend to be in another place. It's time to, um... Do you intend to travel across the city at this time? No, we've missed a very important step. Have we? We have. Oh, we have. We have. We've missed a very important step. All right, go on. Yes. Nalid, please tell me about the current state of my cosmic mustache. Okay. Well, as you recall, it had just started humming ominously. Yeah. It hasn't stopped humming ominously. I frequently hum ominously. Now you are permanently humming ominously. Yes, at least my facial hair is. For the moment, it doesn't seem to be doing anything else. Do other people notice this ominous humming that my mustache is? Okay. The answer is yes. You're getting some real funny looks from people. Actually, they're kind of frightened. I mean, to be fair, that was probably already happening. They didn't used to be quite so unsettled, though. They're more just like... We'll find this unsettling. Mm. They find it ominous. Is there anything that I can do to change the volume? Like if I like tap one side, does it get louder? Does I turn it down? Not that you can tell. I tap one side to see if it gets louder. No. Okay. Well, it's worth a shot. I tap or the other does side. does it? What, there isn't a move for this, Nelid? This is why uh, Oyster never does anything worthwhile. <laughs> Okay, we carry on to the location where we're going to eventually end so up. No, you're going to a location. Oh, and I didn't... What I might stay somewhere like is the place to which you're going. <laughs> all right, you... fuck it. Do we all have to make this a rule? How does this work? Uh, well, all of you who are a player character and not currently a ghost have to make this. 
can I conveniently die so I don't have to? <laughs> oh, I'm so good at everything now that I should just make moves just to show I can make them. Now that yes. I am going to go to the party. Yes. I'm going to walk there. Can I make the journey uneventfully? No. Yeah, okay. Worth checking. Or if you decide your life is too simple and hope for complication. No, it's not too simple. I have a humming mustache. So now if I'm at waxing and I discard like a double blue with a yellow arrow, right? Yes. Do I need to drop my um, yellow bile or not? I think the answer is you don't. Okay. Cool. I'm at waxing then. Okay. Distraction or inconvenience interrupts your travel, in which case you probably have stuff to deal with it, whether you want to or not. So you're walking through the city, and it's getting on towards evening. Ban, are you going with him, I assume? You don't technically have to. Ban goes with him. Okay. Down the street, and what happens to you? I interrupt you. Someone else with a cosmic mustache. Whoa. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're walking down the street, and you see someone the other end of the street. They have a mustache. And it's hard to see it properly in the light, the dim light of evening. But it seems to be sparkling slightly. Definitely is unusually large. How did I get my cosmic mustache now? Do you remember? Saito. You was, was it involved were, my neighbors? You, well, yeah, you went under a cosmic nose. Oh. <laughs> that was at my, my downstairs neighbors, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, whoever this person is, they're staring at you. I stare back. Do I know them? Chris, you're going to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know them? I'm not going to get shot. It is... In fact, your downstairs neighbor. Wait, what? Yeah. Do I know my downstairs neighbor? Well, I mean, you wonder a giant nose for them. Yeah, that was just like on a bed or something. I don't think you know them very well, but... I don't know them. Okay, that's cool. No, this is great. This is a good opportunity. The last time you saw them, they were... Well, yeah, and then like their whole apartment vanished, so... Yeah, yeah, I want to bring that up. Yeah. I bring it up. So right now, you're, they're like 10 yards away. I march up, I get real close, and I say, can I please have my house back now? Okay, yeah, so as you start to march up, that's when they turn and just book it. Oh, I follow. This is important. All right. I would like to chase them down and ask them my question in a firm but still kind of gentle manner. Tilda's also like keeping pace beside you without really... Matilda's just running because you're running. Well, explain um, to Matilda the situation, knowing that he'll understand and sympathize. You follow someone discreetly? Yeah, not exactly. When you stalk an enemy through difficult terrain. We're not stalking. Yeah, well, you're trying to catch him, right? Yes. He cuts around a corner and into the junkyard of Iron Roses. The junkyard of Iron Roses is a fenced-off area in this part of the city. That is full of scrap metal in a big pile that all happens to be shaped like flowers. They're not all roses and they're not all iron. It's called Is it is it just coincidentally it's like that, or is it just a is that like was it like 
it's kind of a mystery. It seems like maybe it's just a weird coincidence somehow. People throw junk into it. Somehow it turns out that that junk just happens to all along. I don't know. They just never noticed. Yeah, that makes sense. There's also a lot of like metal thorns from the ones that are wrists. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that this is difficult terrain and you're now stalking your enemy. Unless you want to watch, just let them get away, which I guess you could do. No, we're stalking. Cool. Uh, I don't think I've done this move before. I don't know if anyone's done this move. I think I made it for Baxter's benefit for the arena. I don't know if it ever came up. Where is it? Maybe not. I don't remember. It's in peripheral moves. It's down near the bottom. I think by then I was the hunted instead of the hunter most of those fights. I was also prepare yourself. Just card yellow. I think you did do. Um... On a waxing your high, describe your position when direct conflict is imminent. Make it clear what your advantage is. On a waxing, da, 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 lower or enemy gets to drop on you. Okie dokie. Oh, my yellow bile is my shit one, though, Nalid. How about we make it be a, a different kind of bile? Why, why can't it be phlegm? Okay, now I'm going to get a waxing, I think. Yes. Make it clear what your advantage is. On a waxing, say, like, where you are, too, what your position is, and what your advantage is. Right, well, we're in the, the, the Garden of Iron Roses. Yes. And we're each on other side of... What are those flowers that look like that? Is it an iris? Hang on, guys. I don't know flowers very well. It's kind of a cone-shapey thing. It's not an iris. Maybe it's a, a crocus. Lily. Maybe it's a crocus. My mom would be so disappointed in me right now. An iris? It's not an iris. <laughs> a bromeliad? Jesus. Tulip, I think, will work for my, my purposes, although it's not what I was thinking of. What was I thinking of? A crocus? A crocus sounds good. Okay, so we're on either side of a crocus-like metal shape. It just so happens that it's like it has a little hollow section in like the center of it, and it makes enough of a cone that it acts as a natural megaphone. So when I ask my question, it's extra loud. That's my <laughs> advantage. Yes, you get to add a wrinkle or inconvenient fact, but you don't have to. But it will. Okay. Daffodil would be better. It's a daffodil. Rewind history. And uh, what metal was it? Was did you say it was iron or something else? It doesn't... uh, Do I need to specify? Yes. I've decided you do. Okay. Uh, It'll be a copper daffodil. Because daffodils are gold and copper is green when it gets all oxidized, so that'll make sense. So you've just caught up with him. He's on one side of this daffodil megaphone. You're on the other side, and you're just going to shout your questions at him? But in a way that it's loud and he has to listen to them. Okay. And he's extra intimidating. Okay. When you get into position on the other side of the daffodil, you suddenly realize that your clothes are tangled in some metal, like, barbed plant stem-like metal. So if you want to leave this position, you're either going to have to, like, just tear your clothes apart, or you'll have to spend some time untangled. Do I now? Do I have any other clothing in the world? And this one robe that... That I happen, I've been wearing for admittedly some time. I don't know. This, I mean, that would be a thing to be worth 
Presumably it was all in my Didn't house. you like lose your clothes and then find some other clothes? Oh, that's true. If it wasn't before, then I guess now it's right. the only clothing you have. Right. I mean, there was also another nude, a couple other nude incidents, but those are well in the past. So we don't have to think about them. <laughs> so what do you say to him? I say, what did you do to my house? Can I please have it back now? Explain yourself. Also, sweet mustache. Does it hum ominously? I can keep asking questions. Stop. It tinkles like a fairy. Okay. Tinkle, 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 tinkle. That's what his mustache does. Oh, mine's Between cooler. you and me, yeah, I think you got the better. Uh... <laughs> so you shout that into it, and he like falls over. He goes, ah, and then like falls over. What? Oh, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Well, what what happened? How did we undo it? I told them not to do it. It's not my fault. What did they do? They just went sideways wrong. Oh, Jesus. Go on. Well, I mean, it's a little technical. It's hard to explain, but they went sideways wrong, and now they're it's in the wrong place. Well, where is it? It's, um... No, start over. What is going sideways? The the house. Sideways in what? Well, like, you know... It didn't in... go sideways in the traditional sense, though, did it? Well, not in the traditional sense. Well, in such. what sense, then? Look, it's very technical. Well, try me. I'm really smart. Oh, do you have to shout? I can hear yes. you just fine. Ah! <laughs> yes, this is how we were having this conversation. It's an important part. I don't suppose you want to read a person, do you? Oh, I could, I guess. You don't have to. Oh, I'm going to. Oh, I hate this move, Alan. <laughs> Why do you hate this move? It's a good Because it, it doesn't... Do what I want it to do. It's always sort of disappointing. Or it feels... It takes me out of it a bit. I don't know. I don't like it. Okay, I will read a person. Now, I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, balls. Get a... uh, uh, Sated? I'll get a sated. Why not? So he says... uh, And uh, Now, I want to know already... Well, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll carry on. He says, look, you can get it back. You just have to turn it the other way. Okay. How do I do that? Uh, it's it's really very technical. Well, why do I have to do it then? Can't I get a technician to do it? He says, well, I'm, I don't think anyone's qualified. Don't think anyone's qualified. There's definitely nobody around who's qualified. Who was there? Were there people around who were qualified and then they went sideways too badly? He says, well, yeah. Okay. That's reassuring. About the size of it, yeah. Well, okay. How do, so, so if I was qualified, how would I go about doing that? What would be the steps? He says, uh, the step, look, I, I really shouldn't be talking to you. We, we, should, we shouldn't come too near each other. I have do you, do you know what would happen? Through, through the megaphone <laughs> with my mustache. He winces. He says, "Do you know what would happen if our I, if our mustaches interacted?" I say, "Definitely not." But we could find out. You don't want to find out, believe me. What would happen? It would be bad. Would my house come back? Let's no. try. No, your house wouldn't come back. Would anything come back? Maybe never again. Maybe it would like destroy everything. 
Well, it would at least destroy you and me. Uh, so, hmm. Well, depending on my hangover tomorrow, I'll consider it. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to this party later. You should come. He says, no, I'm not going anywhere near you. It's too dangerous. We shouldn't even be this close. So look, we've got a whole metal flower in between us. It's fine. Non-issue. Okay, so so go on. Otherwise, otherwise I'll attack you with my mustache. Explain what the uh, what happened with the whole sideways house business. He says, well, what more do you want from me? I already told you what happened. You're you didn't tell ritual. me what happened in a way that made any sense. We rotated the house. We did it the wrong way. What were you trying to do? What is what was rotating it give you? Well, we did it right. There's, you know. No. There's I the other know. place. What the other hole. place? The hole. It wouldn't like it. It's empty. What is it? Is it? Is it, what's in it? Well, we don't. I'm not sure. Look, I was barely able to get back from the hole. What's it like down there? Is it nice? No. Look. Just, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Well, that's interesting. I want to talk about it. No, it's there, only there's like... Only, there's only one thing in the hole, and it's just your apartment. That's all there is. What? And... The only thing in the hole is my apartment? Yeah. Well, Wait, the whole like building. Go down there. No, 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 no. Just my, with no. the bathtub, bath, the bathtub work? Does the bathtub work? Look, Is look. The, my rubber ducky still there? I don't know. You didn't check. Go check. Come back in like an hour. No. I'm never going back there. Well, how do you get there? You fall in. Duh. Where do you fall in? Past the edges. How where do you fall edges? into any hole? Where is that where the house used to be? He says, yeah, well, what do you think? The house fell into it. Where else would it be? So I just walk there and go, Dad, I'll be at my house. No. I mean, sort of. Go on. I mean, look, if you want to be trapped in an empty void of nothingness for empty except my house. the rest this of can time. Be convenient. <laughs> look, you went there and came back. It can't be that hard because you're not that smart. Obviously. I will... He says, oh, is that how it is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to explain it to you, but you can forget about it now. No, I'm sorry. I just was... Got carried away. Look, I, I shouldn't tell you anyway. I don't want to encourage you. But think about it. Maybe I'll go down there and you'll never have to see me again. Wouldn't that be safe? You're never down there? I'm always down there. He says, look, you've been a decent neighbor. I've been a fantastic neighbor. You've been a terrible neighbor. <laughs> you've yes, been about well, as worst I... possible. You owe me this, buddy. I'm, I'm not going to say we haven't made some... In uh, less than thoroughly neighborly choices. So, so hang on. Okay, I, I have an idea. That if you're not going to explain this to me, where is your um, organization based out of now? He says, "Well, we're not really anymore, since most of us are trapped in the hole." Wait, so they're still down there? Yes. Do you want to rescue your colleagues? Frankly, no. <laughs> All right. That's how I feel about most of my colleagues too. He says, "Look, I'm." Lucky to have gotten out of there at all. I'm not going anywhere near it. But you weren't that able to get out. So it was hard to get out, huh? It took a lot of talent and skill and brains. Bravery, probably. Good looks. A kick. Is it easier to get out with a kick-ass mustache? Does that help? He says, not that simple. Well, I like, was only half in. Is my house half in? Your house is all in. Oh. 
Is that why you couldn't check if the rubber ducky was still there and the bath worked? Maybe. So, no. <laughs> well, that is helpful. I might try it sometime. You really shouldn't. How do you get half it? I don't even, look, I don't even know. All right, I'll be honest. I don't even know. So what did you do then? We did the ritual. We did it wrong. For a little while, I was stuck. And I kept pushing. And eventually, I slipped through. But for a while, I was stuck in the crack. And let me tell you, it wasn't pretty. Well, that's disappointing. So if your organization doesn't have a headquarters, where are you living right now, by the way? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh. Why? Because you think I'd call over and like blow it up or something? Because I definitely would. <laughs> well, there you go then. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Why is there a demon with you? No offense, sir, to the demon. I so you we're going to a party. Everyone there's going to have really cool mustaches. He looks a little pale. He says, "Wait, there's more of you." Oh, so many more. I gotta get out of here. I, I gotta get very far away from. Yeah, how are you going to do that? Where are you going to go? Can I go? I don't know. Uh, it's Magbergen, bro. You stuck. Look, call the party off. Just don't... Oh, you, you, you really don't want that. You really don't want that many mustaches together in one place. How many are there? I thought it was just you and me. I thought it was Wait. just me until I saw you. Ah, interesting. Well, what do you know? Learn something every day. Well, we're off. But... Uh, wait. Gonna have a really wild time? Wait, just... Everyone's gonna be there. It's dangerous. You don't understand how dangerous it is. Oh, I understand how dangerous it is. These these mustaches. Yeah? What about them? They're pretty cool. I'm gonna really like showing mine off. The only thing it hums ominously. It's a nice touch. Ugh. It's dangerous. You know, and I take this time when you're saying it's dangerous over and over and over and over and over and over again to untangle myself. Okay, that's fair. Just look, how many How many people are going to be in the party? Oh, I don't know, like dozens probably. And they, I, all, I, they all have mustaches? Oh, I would say not all. I mean, you know, they'll let you in if you don't have one. So how much damage would it, would it actually occur? Would Wait, it just what's, be he, like, what's he offering you? Slash forcing you. Well, in debt, right? If I if I find out how much damage it is, well, or do you, do you want me to damage. actually try yeah. it? How many to destroy the city? Do you have who's positive in the debt? Oh, I think I owe everybody, <laughs> which is what you'd expect with the uh, oyster. Oh, I owe you. Forget it. I oh, know that's good. That's what I want. What you want, yeah. rather? You could have a card. Okay, that's the information I was trying to get. So if Oyster finds out how much damage putting the mustaches together will do, he gets to draw a card. Sick. Wait, is there a Correct. thing if you've got more than like seven oh, cards right. you get instantly right. killed or something? <laughs> if there's more than seven cards at the very beginning of the session, you have to discard down to seven and you can spend them on advances to get Oh, there that's like want. a trivial penalty. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's less of a penalty, more of a enticement for you to get some freaking advance <laughs> I ask that it's question. Like in risk. Anyway, he says, what do you want me to say? Well, you like, give me like a megatons maybe estimate. Why do you need to know exactly how much? Just, it will be really, really bad. Isn't that enough? 
No, like what? What if it's like only like a little bit really bad? Like what if what if it only blows up like like a block or two? That'd be so disappointing to die for that much. Well, look, you don't want to do it no matter what. It'll blow up like that's certainly a bare minimum. So why How do, do you even know? need to talk about it? How do you know? What's the maximum? I'm an expert in these matters. You're an expert. I'm an expert in these matters. Don't you want to show off your expertise? Uh, no. <laughs> but like, oh, come on. Well, say we I, did it right now. No. Let's try it. I mean, we don't no. know until we try. Have you tried before? If I'd tried before, I wouldn't be standing here talking to you. No, I don't believe you. Um, let's try. No, I no, step, no, no. I step out from behind the, the thing and start. Well, I say, I'm going to tell the hold this fellow still. I want to do a little experiment. Ah, no. Would you say that you're manipulating him? I would am definitely trying to. Okay. I'll go ahead and seduce or manipulate then. We haven't had that one in a while. Okie dokie. Once I find where it is. Seduce or manipulate someone. Seduce me, play bluff, fast talk, or lie. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely doing at least one of those. Probably two. Oh, but yellow's the shit one. Knowledge? Okay, fine. I'm gonna get a waxing. Concrete assurance, corroboration, or evidence. So the fact that I have stepped toward him and said Matilda, hold him still count as that? Yeah, I'd say so. Sick. So wait, what do you want? You just want him to tell you? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get, get Colin's question answered, which I had to spend a whole freaking card for, although I guess I draw one. It doesn't really matter, but there we are. So you take a step towards it and be like, wait, 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 okay, 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 look, you really want to know that badly? You really want to know? I'll tell you. Okay. He says, Go ahead. have you been to the top of the wall? Don't think so. So you've have never I? seen, I don't know, have you? No. So you've never Although seen. Although actually, actually, to be fair, Oyster has, but he was blackout drunk and doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you've never seen what's outside Matt Brickett. You've never seen the landscape out there. I hear it's it's sort of awkward, unpleasant, not nice, empty. Well, it's, you know, it's an uninhabitable wasteland. Yeah, that's sort of what I heard. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but I've heard theories that say the reason it's like that out there is because two cosmic mustaches touched. Wait, somewhere out there? Somewhere out there. Hmm. I don't know that that's true. That could just be a rumor. But that I do know that like the cool. amount of damage that the mustaches could do makes that plausible. It would blow up like all of Magbrigan. <laughs> it would blow up more than Magbrigan. It would lay waste to the whole planet, if not more. Isn't the whole planet already laid waste to, so, you know. Yes, technically, but still. Well, then, time for action. How far oh, no. <laughs> um, well, they've got a metal daffodil. Tell me, Brett was right. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to move behind the guy and hurl him into Chris. Okay. Wow. GG. <laughs> I was going to say there's a move, but there isn't a move. You're a ghost. But you do have to spend something. Yeah, I got to go read my ghost move. Well, regardless, I think we're going to take that opportunity to cut back to sick. Sick here. 
So what were you doing? You were going back to the cistern of Suk. Yeah. Trying to find the heir. How? How? I would just follow the smell of fresh air. That would work if time were not stopped. I will... Well, is that true? Actually, that maybe isn't fair, because you... Have been breathing. Yeah, like, clearly the air is unfreezing when you go near it. Maybe you can do that. Maybe air is special. I don't know. Give me the air. So you're just looking for air that smells fresh. I don't think you could feel like a breeze is what would work. Why not? Because air is frozen. Oh. Like, unfreezes when you come into contact with it, so you can breathe it. That that seems, this is going to be difficult. <laughs> can I spend a month mapping out the entire system of Suk? <laughs> I can think of no reason why not. Um, Great. That might be a project, though. <laughs> Where's Udis? <laughs> He's around somewhere. He must be somewhere, yes. Okay. Like, I don't know. Maybe the project is just to assist in the documentation 100%, because that's sort of the same goal. Okay. Like, yeah. So you're going to hold off on the cistern for the time being? Yes. Instead, I will go and direct the documentation from the... What is the name of the Dakimare building? I don't know. I will stand in, on the balcony observing the Dakimari with my various lenses and do what the alderman does, which is direct. Okay. I will fulfill my function. Did we have a move that was like, do Observe a project, but do it quickly without having to go through the whole countdown record roll? Didn't we have a move like that? That sounds like a great move to have. <laughs> when you dedicate days, weeks, or months uninterrupted to finish a project. I dedicate all of time. Oh, but you still have to make a countdown for it. You have to, okay, that's right. You have to start a project. You have to start an enterprise. And then you do this instead of further an enterprise. That's how this works. Mm. I start an enterprise. Okay. So I think I know its end goal, just to document everything. Yeah. And what are its methods? I utilize the documenters of the documented district. I mean, I the methods. The recursive notation. Then okay. the documenters go out to document everything. They put the notation, they give the notation to the docents by way of the pneumatic tube system. And then I sit there in my alderman's throne, observing the documare through okay. my various lenses in order to direct them and tell them what areas need more documentation. And also to learn literally everything. I don't think that helped. So, no, that helped. Okay. okay. When you document stuff, there's a step here that's just writing it down on paper, right? Yeah. And then those okay. papers are incorporated into the documare by the docents. Got it. They have like entropy pumps or something. They, they maintain the documare. And that includes adding and subtracting from it. So the things that you need that I think you currently have are documenters, paper and ink. That's it. Yeah. I think this is a pretty big project, but 
don't think a lot of interesting stuff is going to happen like in the middle of it. So maybe it's not very many checkboxes. Yeah. Let's call it four checkboxes. It might not even matter. Okay. I don't have. I seed. <laughs> oh no. I have. I'm only balanced and I have no cards. Well, I mean, I have two cards, but no yellow. Okay. You can choose to either seed or abandon the project entirely, but keep your initiative. I'm assuming you don't want to abandon the project entirely. Can I just abandon the project entirely, keep my initiative, and therefore start the project again? I mean, sort of, but not in a way that would be trivial. Okay. I seed initiative. You still have to go through the... Yeah, okay. Let's see. So you're well underway. You've been documenting for weeks. Everything seems to be going well. But? But. One of the, what were they, the document? The patient docents? Patient yeah. docents? Documentation docents. Oh, one of the impatient ones, actually. Oh. A documentation docent comes to you. Yes. As Alderman, you can't talk. I use my... my. Wait, can you? Oh, no, yeah, you can't talk because you have ghost legs. Um, yeah. I nod my head and ready a pad of paper to write down responses and commands. Okay. Do they have, like, a uniform? What do they wear? Um, they have sashes. And they have very, like... What color? You know... Oh, um, mm, like mustard, yellow. And everyone in the documentation district wears, like, black clothes and then a sash to indicate what they are. Okay. But the docents also have, like, uh, some pretty intense lens, mechanical lens glasses things, like lots of different lenses that they can flip down and flip up. So they have intense headgear. This one's got... Like one lens flipped down at the moment that makes one of his eyes look really, really big. Another lens flipped down on the other side that makes his other eye look really, really red. Hmm. He's been studying humor doctons. I noticed myself. So he says to you, Alderman, we have a problem with some of the younger documenters. I hesitant to bring this to you. What, are they getting sick of eating all of the fungus? You write that down? Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> you guys can probably, you can like unfreeze food. It's, I don't think that's a problem. Fine, alright. I like the idea of the, them all <laughs> doing the same thing that I'm doing, licking the fungus cube. <laughs> I mean, how many of them are there unfrozen at this point? Like, basically the whole... Some of them need to still be there in not out of time because people have interacted with the documentation or with the documented district. But okay, I guess that's like a skeleton crew. Who's, it's like an anti-skeleton crew. It's a skin crew who aren't unfrozen. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I mean, I don't even know why. Why do some need to be frozen? Because Baxter and Oyster have in the future interacted with them, and they showed no signs of having been in a massive time 
freeze. But maybe they just kept it quiet. I'm sure that we're all going to keep it quiet. Okay. Well, we won't worry about it right now. Or maybe they're just simulations. We'll figure it out later. In the future, they're all actually just like fake document. We've reproduced the document. Okay. Yeah, I have lots of plans. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, no, I found the answer to how this campaign ends. Does it involve several cosmic mustaches? Sure, yeah. No, it's like time actually never started again. You're just the Magbrigan that you guys are all in is the one that is the simulation that we started from the 100% seed. Now you said it, now we can't do it, dang it. Well, I can still work toward that. <laughs> Where were we? Okay, so he comes to you, he says, some of the younger documenters have been... We, we try to deal with it. Uh, we, you know, that we're, we're used to it. There's always someone like this when we're training them up to be good documenters. They get these sorts of ideas into their head, but now that we're outside of time, it's proven harder to talk them out of it, and I, we can't stop them. We don't know how much has been happening, but they've been they've been documenting falsely. Hmm. Test them into the system of Souk. I think to myself, but I don't. <laughs> That's fine. Can you? They've been documenting what they want things to be instead of what they actually are. They keep saying that's better. Hmm. So our propaganda has not been working. Okay. Can I start a new project? Okay. Okay. So we're going to go for, for greater than 100% documentation. <laughs> 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 so we're not going to document Magrigan, we're going to document Magrigan and all possible Magrigans. Wow. And so we're still... Wow. We're gonna so construct... I appreciate your efforts of a character who's doing dumber things than my character. <laughs> but in one of the documentaries that we're going to create, there's you're doing something really smart. <laughs> I suppose there's that possible possibility. I mean, he clearly has more ambition than you, if nothing else. I don't know. A big party is pretty sick. <laughs> I need to get there. So this is the plan. We are going to create multiple documentaries. And we're going to have a sorting algorithm that puts all the documentation in the right place. So fictional documentation gets put into, like, a... Like a it gets tested against each Yakimari, and if it is able to be consistent, it gets slotted in. And then, like, if it disagrees, it will be replaced by, like, documentation from a higher ranking. So, like, it says, this documentation that's trying to enter the documentary disagrees with documentation that's already in there. So it compares the rank of the documenter between the two things, and if the rank is higher... It replaces it. If it's lower, it becomes, it goes to checks against another Dakimari and so on. And if it doesn't fit into any of them, it starts a new Dakimari. Okay. Great. And then we'll have to sell like six boxes. Yes. Six boxes to record the infinite amount of possibilities. (laughs) The highest number I can do, Scott. Project. <laughs> We're upping the limit. 300 boxes. I think it was like six to do a trial or something. Five, maybe. At the time, that was the biggest thing anyone had done. 
Yeah, and now Toad's documenting all possible magbricans. With one more box. <laughs> just a very thick <laughs> box. I mean, maybe it just shows that, like, no matter how high we aim, we only reach so far. So now that the duration of your ultimate project has gone up several orders of magnitude. It doesn't trouble me. Are you going to dedicate days, weeks, or months uninterrupted to finish a project as appropriate for that project? I guess we should add or years or possibly decades or centuries or... Yes, decades. Because part of the project is incorporating... Like, you don't need humans to be documenters. And we have the ant colony. So maybe we can help document. I don't know if this is another project or part of the same project. Because in the end, like, they need to be integrated anyway. I think for simplicity's sake, we should say it's part of the same project. Great. Okay, so yes, I dedicate. I hope I draw a yellow. Although I just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh. I drew a double yellow. All right. Which puts me at sated, which means it gets done. <laughs> okay. So, many decades pass. <laughs> while you document all possible magbrigans. Very good. Where are you putting all of these? How documents? is this a finishable thing? He's got invalid time. Not only that, we've made an extremely important technological breakthrough, which is the recursive documare. <laughs> <laughs> which now contains itself. And so we just put everything in one documare, but it actually contains all possible documares. So is that what the monolith from 2001 Space Odyssey well, is? that's a fair concern. You are now very old, sick. Like 29. I mean, sure. I'll, like, I'll just be Sick's grandson now. <laughs> I can talk finally, yes. You can't just be Sick's grandson suddenly. Um, yeah, okay, so... What, how old am I when Not this project is completed? I mean, there's an advancement you could take that would let you be six grandson, actually, but oh, yeah. you're not there yet. I'm not too far. I think it was only like two or three advancements away. Whatever. So I do well, age. I mean, if you just keep... I guess I grow a beard, so that makes sense. I mean, if you just keep working on this for the rest of your life, and there's no reason why you can't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you do eventually die of old age. And does that mean you take a mortal wound? Sure. I mean, I don't know. Do you think that does it, the project get finished before I die? I don't know. I'll leave that up to you. You're either very old or you're dead. Your choice. If you're dead, I think you become a ghost. I mean, I clearly don't want to just die for no reason. Um, can I be very old? I'll be sold that I have to be in a wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> so the whole leg thing is completely pointless. <laughs> no, because you still have your ghost legs. You can, yeah, you can still kick people. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll be just very close. Like, I'm on my last legs. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, man, I hope you make it to the party. Wow. That'll be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> my God, what happened? You look terrible. Okay. So decades have passed. You've grown old in service to this project. 
we made many breakthroughs in documentation technology. Are you sure there isn't still like a giant documare that's like takes up the whole center of the city or something? Because that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think like that'd be fine metaphorically. Like the documentary just completely consumes the whole city. I mean, yeah, I think like the technological advancement doesn't mean like the documentary doesn't grow in size. Okay, good. I don't know if it should consume the whole city, but it's like yeah, I think we at some point in the very center of the city, like. Go on. You know how like you're working really hard or something, and then you, it's like five o'clock. Then you look up, and it's like seven o'clock, and it's winter, and you, it's just dark all of a sudden. So we were working really hard, <laughs> and then we looked up and we realized that we were inside the Dakumare. <laughs> so at some point, we, yeah, it just consumed us. Okay. Wow. So here you are. The documentary has consumed the whole city. Finally, the day has arrived of completion. And you will have successfully documented this and every possible MacBrickin. Yeah. How do you feel sick on this day of culmination? I think that this day deserves a party. No, I feel very good. I feel like I've accomplished a lot. And now that I've accomplished this, I want to, I mean, this is only, I don't know. I feel like I was very driven to accomplish this goal, but then I kind of got lost. And now I feel like, wait a second. <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> Did uh, you have, have you had children? Yeah, definitely. With who? Isabella. She is hot, right? That's all that matters to me. No. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Like, what's the state of Isabella? This is all a very good question. So Isabella was in a not-so-great state when you brought her to the lenticular school. The doctors there did everything they could, but she she was like... She wasn't in a coma, but she was, like, stuck in a bed and barely conscious, and they had to, like, constantly keep, like, a humor drip going, which is something they had to invent, was a humor drip. That's pretty cool. Drips humors into her and keeps her going. For a while, that was true. Is it still true? At least one of Magrigan's. She could have gone... I think eventually they they could have found... Well, what's the price? Has to be a price. An STD. Start a six box countdown. <laughs> Here we go. So they they made her better for a while, and she was in pretty good shape. She had like a plate on her head that held everything shut. And she could walk and talk, and you know she was a little bit slower and and unsteadier than most people. And you know, she had her bad days when she was not so with it, but for the most part, she was. You know, she lived a, a healthy, happy life for a while. But lately, she's been getting worse. She's also been getting old, and it's taking her toll on her. And right now, this very moment, on the day of culmination, she is... Well, the doctors didn't mince words. They told her she's dying. She doesn't have very long. How long? Could be a couple of days. Could be less than that. 
What if she drinks a bunch of plasm? I mean, all good things come to an end, I think. Why didn't I invent that humor bath? (laughs) (laughs) I just solved everything. Meanwhile, frozen in time, Marques. (laughs) Holding a wrench. God, I've come so far, and yet, I don't know, nowhere. I'll go talk to Isabella. Like, is she lucid? So you go to her, like, her bedside? Yeah. Go somewhere. This is where I trip and fall down the stairs. <laughs> does Droplus describe Black Bile? Is that what this Or did I? Yeah, Droplus describe Black Gosh. Well, I can go to waxing. Okay. I will wax my way there. So I have some distraction or inconvenience. Yeah, okay. So you are... Do you wheel yourself or do you have, like, a wheelchair attendant? Or Come on, no. Do you have, have like, a, te- a flying jetpack wheelchair? Okay. <laughs> Do I have to roll for like a cost? If you're, if you're using that, actually, if you're using that, you have to do the ritual. But I haven't figured this out. By not, the ritual is just part of it. You have to do the ritual. Okay, I have my grandson wheel me there. Okay, that works too. So your grandson is wheeling you through the well through the Dokumari, I guess. To where would she be? Is there still the lenticular school of medicine, or did it get like? No, there is. It's still the lintic. It's, yeah. Basically how it was before, or? No, it's really completely different, but it's still called that. So he's wheeling you there. Oh, what's it like in here? Are there streets? Are there not streets? Are there... Yeah, it's just like there's a different... I mean, I guess you would have had to, like, build around all of the frozen demons in particular. There's air, and then there's documentation. So you just, like, go through it. Okay. So, but like, but if you're not wearing the right lenses, you might get very lost. <laughs> it's like the fog. Some kind of building for the. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, like imagine where, the whole city has like a okay. dense fog, and then you put on like fog glasses to be able to. Sure, yeah. But then, other than that, is it just like normal Magbrigan or? Yeah. Okay. So it's like Magbrigan, but trapped in a perpetual fog of documentation that hangs in the air and yeah the vision of everyone who doesn't okay cool so you're you're wheeling your way there and you're getting kind of stuck you're having a hard time kind of like getting around because everybody's in a celebratory that makes sense are there's like parades and there's festivals and everyone who sees you goes ah ah it's the alderman come come please talk with us eat with us Make a speech. Make a speech. You're going to make a speech, right? Yeah. At the at the, sure final, at the big culmination uh, gala? Yes. Is that, the... where is that where you're going now? You're on your way there now, right? No, I have one more. I have an important business to attend to first. You can't be late. We need you to make a speech. Um, I will. I'll be right back. I say. I don't say, right? Like, my voice still doesn't. Is not there. I assume yeah, it's not there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you have... <laughs> They're very uh, used to being You silent. have the thing. Yeah, you can't really make a speech either. Hmm. Like, in order to talk, I'd have to use a plasmic... No, that's... Like, I'll just plasmic ritual the speech, but... Okay. Like, for not important things, I just use hand signs. So I try and indicate to these revelers that Isabella is in the hospital and I have to go see her before giving the speech. They probably can't understand that 
because <laughs> they all know my hand sign language. Then what I do is I like I give the sign to where lens like I don't know alderman relation lens so that if I mean if they have those lenses at hand they can wear them and then observe in the documentary that my wife is incredibly sick and then I'm going there. Okay. Uh, some of them, yeah, some of them do. Some of them aren't properly equipped or are just a little too distracted by the partying going on around them. Yeah. So hopefully they get that. Uh, yeah, they clear the way enough for you to get through. I'm going to have to give a speech. Okay. Isabella, my dear. Yeah, I want to go. Is she okay? Okay, yeah. So she's lying in her hospital bed. You know, she looks very old now. She's wrinkled and pale, and her hair is altered white. As beautiful as always. She has, like, a, you know, she has the humor drip in one arm. There's some doctors around that are trying to make her as comfortable as possible, but she doesn't have much longer. She sort of looks up at you through half-lidded eyes and smiles at you. I'll kiss her. Okay. And then I'll hand sign talk to her and tell her everything. I don't know what I... Uh, I feel like we kind of skipped over the whole relationship. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. I'd like to, like, I don't know, go over that with her now and just, you know, like, bring up the good Make make sure it's all documented. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You can, you can, yeah, you can consult the documentation. (laughs) Do you make your grandson stand there for all that? No, I send. I, I want my grandson to go get all of my family to come in here. Okay, yeah, they start. They're all like trickling in one by one. And I hope they have pads gathering around Isabel. What do they have? They have to document her death. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. They're all ready with their funerary notebooks. Yes, very good. I we've raised a great family, and then I assure her that while this seems like some ending it isn't because she's living on in this simulation that we're going to start <laughs> so it's gonna be okay i don't know i'll tell her all kinds of nice things Does, can she talk she can whisper she whispers to you okay i also tell her that i'm sorry i cheated on her <laughs> <laughs> she whispers that she forgives you but her okay. eyes flick to one side and you're not sure she totally does <laughs> that's okay it wasn't that great a relationship <laughs> so the hour the appointed hour of the speech draws near you'll have to leave her here if you want to go make a speech and she's very close to death so she might not still be here when you come back well she but knows that if I've you always... don't go then they'll have to have the culmination ceremony without you no no we're definitely she knows the that final always... document we'll put the last line or i don't even at this point who knows how it works but i the final ant walking slowly through its tunnel solemnly well isabella knows that i while i love her the documentation district comes first like that's already always been a thing and when i said that i cheated on her it was actually that one night when she was like really randy i was like no i have to stay up and work i'm sorry i can't come home (laughs) So. You cheated on her with the Dakimari. I see how it is. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hot. Dakimari. 
especially if you wear the right lenses. So yes, I will say, I'll bid my farewell and say that I'll see her soon in the simulation. She looks sad as you get up to walk away, that you're leaving her sad. Like maybe she understands, but she's still yeah. sad. Well, that's good. All happy moments should have like <laughs> a pinch of bitterness or something. So I go to the balcony on the Capitol building. That used to have the Dakimari, but now it just has the Dakimari core. And I will speak from it. Now, at the last, the, I don't know how the speech goes because I haven't written it. But basically, the end has a great surprise, which is where I take out the red button and I press it, which starts the simulation. Okay, good. Now I'll use my positive ritual to say everything. Okay. Do you want to actually say anything, or do you want to just say, I do a speech? Because that's fine. Yeah. Okay, I want to just do a speech. Okay. Everyone applauds and throws their speech recording notebooks up into the air like a bunch of graduation caps. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'll punch the red button. <laughs>